I just think there's so much we don't know yet about meditation, but I do genuinely believe that positive energy has a positive impact. That was a little snippet from the conversation I had with the CEO of Insight Timer, Christopher Plowman. Now, this is part one of a two-part discussion. Yep, we had that much to talk about. Specifically in this first part, we're talking all about their amazing meditation app, what it does, what it's going to do, sneak peeks, and what those behind Insight Timer are driven by. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Insight Timer is the biggest little meditation app you may have never heard of, as the CEO puts it himself. More people meditate on Insight Timer than on Headspace. But it's all been organic growth. They haven't been pushing the app. There hasn't been a marketing budget. It truly is that awesome little resource that once you find it, you just want to tell everybody you know. Hence the reason I'm talking to you about it right now. Now, Insight Timer is a little bit different in that it's a community platform. They provide the platform and their teachers upload their content and it's free. You can find every type of meditation that you can imagine and you don't have to pay a penny for it. But what is their why? Why are those behind Insight Timer dedicated to bringing free meditation to all? I wanted to know. I also wanted to know how they intend to keep this business sustainable and what the growth of Insight Timer may look like. This is your behind-the-scenes peek into what's going on on this awesome meditation app. Or as I like to say, it's your behind-the-scenes lowdown. Now, if you've ever contemplated meditating, you should start by listening to this. If you're a seasoned meditator, you want to know about this app, so keep listening. And if you're a teacher, or perhaps one day aspire to be a meditation teacher, you definitely need to know about this too. Chris and I hit it off from the get-go over our mutual down-under accents, so you can tell that we had a bit of fun. Let's get onto the conversation. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Thank you so much for joining us on Here to Thrive today. Ah, well, thank you, Kate. It's nice to talk to a fellow southerner you're right? a kiwi i feel I'm like we, i feel like we're cousins now that we've both left home steady i mean that's <laughs> everyone in new zealand's meant to be a cousin aren't they but I, uh, <laughs> we've started badly uh no i when i heard first heard your accent about three minutes ago i thought you're an aussie uh i don't know anyway. if i should take that as a compliment or not it's definitely a compliment <laughs> it's definitely a compliment and that sentence is obviously not a compliment about new zealanders but anyway <laughs> All right, so we will move forward from that. And you are the CEO of an app called Insight Timer. I am. And I only learned about this app fairly recently. And as soon as I discovered it, I was like, 
how did it take me this long to find this amazing resource? If someone had never heard of it, can you tell us about what Insight Timer is and yes. what it offers? Well, actually, it's funny that you said you never heard of it because I like to say that Insight Timer is the biggest meditation app that you've never heard of because we're actually, we're kind of the largest meditation app in terms of the amount of time spent meditating on our app of any other app. In fact, Headspace, which you're probably familiar with, which is a meditation app, put out a little press release a couple of weeks ago and said they just hit 180,000 hours of meditation in a single week. And I was curious. So I went back and looked at our meditation output that week. And I think we've done about 400,000 hours. Wow. And people just don't really realize this because we don't have any money to advertise or do publicity or marketing. So it's no kind of like really a ground, I was going to say, it's kind of like a ground roots movement. It's literally just growing itself. Well, it is. In fact, I mean, it's the classic definition of an organic growth. I mean, we've got now, we just hit two and a half million meditators. We're growing at about eight, 9,000 people a day. We have the largest free catalog of guided meditations anywhere. We now have about six and a half thousand guided meditations on the app and they're all free and they're uploaded by 1,400 different meditation teachers. So it's just this sort of big community of meditators who are meditating every day to 1,400 different meditation teachers. Um, and our meditation teachers come from everywhere. They speak 44 different languages. They're interested in all sorts of meditation from the secular and scientific through to the spiritual and the religious. So it's a very, I like to say Insight Time is sort of the, the best of humanity. You know, we've got, we've got a little bit of everything and it's just a great place to go and deal with conscious pursuits, to deal with contemplation, to deal with recovery. It's just a great, safe place to go and, and also to sort of introduce yourself to meditation if you've never done that before. For sure. What I loved about it when I started playing around was, as you mentioned, just the complete range of different meditations I could do. And there was Kabbalah and there was Kundalini and then there were all sorts of things. Anything I could imagine, I could type in and find something that would kind of suit my need. Did you design it to be like that? Actually, we just launched a whole new upgrade about six weeks ago. And we spent about 18 months with all of our teachers categorizing because once you've got sort of 6,000 free guided meditations, you need to start sort of organizing them in some way. And so what we've done is we've broken them all up and attached them to three primary buckets, right? So the first one is what's the benefit of this guided meditation? So is that do you have a problem with sleep? Do you have a problem with anxiety? Do you have a problem with I think we've got about 200 different benefits now so if you if you have confidence issues or if you're dealing with addiction or body image or all these sorts of things we've categorized all of the guided meditations based on what their purpose is the benefits the second thing we categorized them all by was their origin and meditation has many many different origins most people are familiar with one type of meditation which is mindfulness which includes things like mbct and vipassana and all those sorts of things but there's lots of other different types of meditation, things like gentle repetition, which sort of includes mantras and kirtan. You've got sound meditation. There's visualization, which is sort of meta and relaxation, self-observation. I think we have about 100 different types of meditation on the app. And we found that to be really beneficial for our meditators because everyone's different and everyone likes to actually 
meditate or relax or improve the happiness of their lives in different ways. So we've broken all of them up under that. And the third thing we did is we broke them up based on their origin. So where do they come from? And we did that into three different buckets. So you've got stuff which is secular and scientific, meaning that it's based on research and data points. So if you're someone that doesn't identify as religious or spiritual, we've got about 2,000 guided meditations that are right for you. And then the two other origin categories are traditions and religions. So we've got Christianity and Hinduism and Buddhism and Confucianism and Shinto and, you know, all the different religious types. And then finally, we have a third one, which we sort of call conceptual, which is things like alternative medicine, metaphysics, consciousness. So that took a really long time and it was quite painful at times because obviously there's no delineation or specific delineation between these things. They all have got shared origins and shared benefits and shared purposes. But we finally got there and it means actually that now it's a great way to go and actually find something that's really quite specific to you. Um, And of course, once you find that, then we'll have 50 to 100 teachers that actually specialize in that and you can reach out to them directly and then go further into your practice yeah i found it incredibly user-friendly like i've got already a few saved teachers that i like their voice and i like the way they approach meditation and now i know i can just jump back in and find my teacher and see anything new they have and super user-friendly yeah and i think the other thing you just mentioned the voice funnily enough that's a really big factor when people decide which meditation teachers they're interested in Most of the big apps that you're probably familiar with take a view that for certain reasons, I don't quite understand them, that teaching should come from a a male, for want of a better word. And on our app, I think about 60% of our teachers are women. So we've got a really good mix, a good cross-section of society and people on the app. And some of the voices on there are just just sublime. The other thing we have is about, I think, a thousand free music tracks as well. So we've got 200 musicians who create really beautiful music. So if you don't quite understand meditation, that's okay. You can jump onto the app and listen to a great piece of music to fall asleep or to reduce anxiety. Music's a great way to calm the soul. So there's so things for people there who aren't necessarily into meditation. The other day I wanted to find some music to meditate to and I loved it because I found this, I wanted to do a long meditation and I found this hour-long track of the most soothing music that really did just help me turn off the noise of the world and it wasn't anyone speaking to me, it was purely music and it was blissful. Talking about the musician Eternal or Sonic Yogi, I'm not sure, who are two very popular musicians on our app. Um, My favourite music track is something called Devi Prayer, so go and search for that. D-E-V-I-P-R-A-Y-E-R. It's only 21 minutes, but it really, it's sort of, I discovered this piece of music on my first meditation retreat on the north coast of Bali about five years ago. And I think I've pretty much listened to it every day since. So go check out Devi Prayer. It's also great. (laughs) I definitely will. Something that is a little bit different about your app as well, is the community aspect. Like I finished my meditation last night, got off and saw that I'd been meditating with however many other people at the same time. And then I've got myself registered at where I live and could see that there were people just around me who had also been meditating with me. And there's something, even though they weren't with me, it's all virtual, there was something so reassuring about seeing that pop up at the end. Insight Timer is essentially nothing more than a community. 
And actually, when my brother Nico and I bought Insight Timer about three years ago, because we didn't actually start Insight Timer, it was started by an American chap in Petaluma, California. And Nico and I really wanted to do something in the meditation space. But we looked at a whole bunch of apps out there, meditation apps, and all of them are very solitary experiences. And really, meditation often starts as a solitary experience, but the the net effect or the extension of meditation really is about connecting with others. That's really, if we're going to make the planet a happier place, first we need to work on ourselves and then we need to work on our relationships or our connection with others, friends and family, community. And really what we noticed when we saw Insight Timer, the app, about three years ago, it was an awful looking app and the code wasn't great, but about 100,000 people were using it and they'd started forming their own groups on the app in China and Northern India and Chicago and Auckland, maybe I'll throw that one in there for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and they were talking about all different types of meditation and they were talking about issues that they're facing. There's a, an amazing Rumi poetry group on the app. I think we now have about 5,000 different groups which are run by our users. And for us, this was really, this is really why we wanted to take Insight Timer and do something with it because community is such an important part of spiritual development. Is that, there's that great quote, you know, that African proverb, which is if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. And, and for us, that's really, that's how we identify with Insight Timer, which is we're all trying to do this together. It's not easy to have a daily meditation practice. I personally struggle with maintaining it every single day. But when you have a lot of other people there doing it with you and you've got friends on the app, there's just something very nice about that, very harmonious to jump on and realize that you're meditating with others. And actually, and this might be a little deviation here, but there's that piece of research. I'll get all the numbers and stats and dates wrong. The university 20 years ago that was studying addiction and the guy running the research put a mouse in a cage for two weeks and gave the mouse two different sources of water. One was normal water and the other was water that had cocaine in it. And eventually what happened was is the mouse became addicted to the cocaine water and maybe died. I don't know what happened to the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, assume um, he died. And so they concluded, and for a long time, this was the sort of the accepted norm, which was that, you know, addictions are biological, they're inherent. We are prone to addiction biologically. And then another guy came along about I don't know, five, ten years ago. I, I really have to check the sources of these. It's a true, it's a true piece of research. I don't have all the data at hand. And said, I think you've actually you're missing something in your research. And so what he did was he built a, a mouse park. He put lots of mice together, and all throughout the park, he put games and what have you. But he also put two sets of water everywhere: one without cocaine and one with cocaine. And of course. Because of their social environment, their interaction, none of the mice actually even liked the cocaine water because they actually had a social environment. They had connection. They were part of a community. And for me, that, that really kind of describes what we're trying to do at Insight Timer. We're not trying to create a solitary experience. We're not trying to shove community down your throat either. But this connection with others, this community is so essential and people who tend to have issues with addiction often actually have a pre-existing condition or a pre-existing situation where they lack a sense of connection with others, which then leads to the addiction, not the other way around. And so what we're trying to do is create a community of people who are all sharing ideas and sharing issues that they're dealing with and doing it together on Insight Timer. 
That's so interesting. I haven't heard that research, but it makes so much sense. It really does. Coming from a psychology background and they're really starting to uncover the the amazing benefits of social connections. So it totally makes sense that mice would act in the same way. You know, you look at those tribes who lived from the Aboriginals. I studied anthropology at Sydney University and Aboriginal communities essentially lived untouched for 40,000 years. And of course, they lived in communities and you were raised, of course, you had a biological mother and father, but you were raised by the community. And these indigenous cultures lasted for thousands of years without sort of self-destructing. And what we have now in sort of Western society, in modern cities, is a lot of risk, I think, because we're also disconnected from each other. And so Insight Time is sort of trying to reintroduce spirituality and we're trying to reintroduce this sense of connection which puts us at the opposing end of most of the meditation apps out there, which have taken something very spiritual like meditation. They've stripped all the spirituality and religion out because obviously it's difficult to get spirituality and religion into corporations and educational institutions. It's a big no-no at the moment. And so they distill what's actually a very spiritual practice down to something that's very marketable. They package it up. They sell it to you for $20 a month. And we get so many people that come to Insight Timer who said, look, I was paying $20 for this app and I learned what mindfulness was and I learned the practice of meditation, but I'm no happier than I was. Something's still missing. And they come to Insight Timer and that's really when personal development begins. All I can think is it's a little bit like that soul ache that you can fill with addiction or isn't being filled by other meditation apps, but then you kind of come home and your soul gets its food. We get so many people who say to us, I came for the time and I stayed for the friends. And it sounds a bit cheesy, but it's, it's what happens. People just start interacting with others and yeah, okay, let's, soul foods are, I haven't heard that term before, but I think it's a great one. I think that's what happens. I think we've kind of already been talking about it, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your mission with Insight Timer because you've touched on it, but we haven't really gone into the fact that it's free. So what was yours and your brother Nico, I assume you're the co-owners, what was your mission, what is your hope with Insight Timer? Well, I mean, initially it started out with a very simple objective and it's evolved to something much more than that now because we've realized the potential of the Insight Timer community. But Initially, it was just very simple. My brother's a meditation teacher, and he spends most of his time administering his students, right, sending out emails and making sure that they're turning up on time and managing his calendar, all this sort of stuff. And he says, it's just a nightmare. He said, I spend so little time teaching because I've got all of this administrational stuff going on. And he said, wouldn't it be great if we could build a set of tools for health practitioners and meditation teachers so that they could spend more time teaching? And also find new students and promote themselves and their teachings to a big audience. And so that's that was the initial idea. And then we started thinking about this perhaps a more conscious way because that was quite a functional goal, right? Let's just build some software. And then it over time, even before we had bought Insight Timer, it became much more aspirational than that. And we kind of ended up with three objectives. And the problem is two of the objectives are counterintuitive so the third objective is hard (laughs) (laughs) but the first one was is we just insist on making sure that everyone has a meaningful daily meditation practice for free right if if we believe that meditation is actually going to make a difference 
then only giving it to rich people isn't going to work, right? And I know that some people say, look, $15 a month or $20 a month isn't a lot for a chap living in San Francisco. But globally, it's a huge amount of money for many, many people. More than that, though, we just don't think it's right to sell a daily meditation practice. It's like standing on the corner, the street corner, and selling bottled air, right? It just doesn't feel right to us. So that was the first thing. And actually, when we bought Insight Time, the first thing we did was we made it free. It used to be you had to pay to download it, and we just made it free. And, and I don't mean a sort of a, a, a limited or a basic meditation practice. I mean 1,400 teachers, 6,000 guided meditations, the best timer you can get, and all of that you get for free. And the goal I've set our team, we have to have the best app anywhere, even if you compare us to the paid apps. And so that's the task that I've given everyone. So that's the first goal, free and always free. The second thing we thought was really important is we had to create a vibrant and sustainable community of meditation teachers, which means we had to find a way to actually create meaningful income for meditation teachers so that they could actually get, you know, by getting paid for their work, they could focus on this task exclusively. Most meditation teachers do this in their spare time, right? They have a day job. They're often teachers or whatever it is, but they don't do this full time simply because they can't afford to. And that for us is a really big problem. You know, if we're going to actually address ignorance, really, which is the primary cause of virtually every major problem on the planet, then who are you going to turn to, right? Teachers are the most important thing we have because they teach. They share knowledge, they share information, and that in itself dismantles ignorance. And so we decided that that was the second most important thing. And then, of course, this is a problem because how do you make money for meditation teachers <laughs> right, if you're when, giving everything away for when free? When it has to be free. <laughs> yes. Um, so we spent a lot of time working out how we do that. And we haven't launched any products yet for teachers. There's a huge amount of value for teachers already by being on our app, which is why we have 1,400 teachers. Because what happens is when they upload stuff on the Insight Timer, they find you know, two and a half million people there who are interested in their stuff, right? So they can say, look, go to my website and I'm offering this course or I'm doing this retreat. So there's already a great deal of value, but they're not actually getting paid for the content they upload to Insight Timer. And so what we've done is we've come up with this idea, which is Insight Timer, what's currently on the app, it will always be free. You will always have your daily meditation practice for free, which means the catalog of guided meditations, the timer, the community, the stats, the tracking, all of that will always be free, but we're launching three additional things that are optional, right? And so the first one is we're launching next month is donations. So if you really like a teacher and you interact with them often, at the end of a guided meditation, there'll be a little subtle link which says, would you like to donate a dollar or $2 or $5, whatever it is, to this teacher? So we're going to see how that goes. We don't know if that's going to generate meaningful income, but we get thousands of people who write to us and say, I would love to contribute something to this teacher. How do I do that? So that's the first thing we're doing. And of course, that doesn't dismantle the fact that the app is still free for everyone. The second thing we're launching is courses. So most meditation teachers have a lot of digital content, long form courses, right? 30 day courses, which go very deep into specific practices. So before Christmas, we're launching a beta version of Insight Courses. And you'll be able to do courses over time in hundreds of different things 
in addition to your daily meditation practice. And of course, they're optional. So you'll, if you meditate with a teacher on a regular basis, at the end of the meditation, I'll say, look, if you want to go deeper into this particular topic, there's a 30-day course. You'll be able to rent that course for $7, do that over 30 days, or buy the course and own it forever if you choose to. So I'm really excited about that because there's so much unlocked potential and so much unlocked knowledge sitting with these teachers who've been trying to sell these courses but don't have the distribution platforms to do it. So I'm really excited about that. And then the third thing we're going to do is actually launch some advanced features for teachers. So users will be able to subscribe for things that aren't already on the app. So that might be things like offline listening or it might be higher quality audio. We haven't quite worked out what the list of things are yet. And so really for us, it feels like a really harmonious way of doing things because it means we can we can continue doing objective one, which is making sure everyone's got free meditation every day. And we can build a really vibrant community of teachers because they're able to sell additional products to the audience and hopefully they'll sell a lot of them. And Insight Timer will take a small commission from the teacher. And that's how we hope Insight Timer will become sustainable. Oh, it makes, I, I love the creative ideas. It's like you said, those objectives could have been very contradictory and you found a way to bring them all together and work for everyone. Yeah, and I think we've done it in a meaningful way. If you look at what Facebook does, essentially Facebook is free, but they monetize in a way that we would just never ever monetize because what they do is they take all your personal data and they sell it to advertisers, mm, right? Yeah. And it just makes our toes curl. And in fact, I get emails from people who are saying, I know your app's free, promise me you're not about to start putting advertisements on the web, on the app. And of course, we never will because Insight Time is a place of contemplation. It's a place of trust. It's a place of meditation. So there's never going to be any ads on Insight Timer. But that's what I like about what we've come up with is actually the way we're going to build a sustainable insight timer is we're going to put products on there which you can purchase, which have something to do with meditation and which are optional. So, yes, it, it feels right. It's kind of when you look at it and you compare it to what other meditation apps do who give you a couple of hundred guided meditations and they try and charge you for that every day. We think this is actually really the best way to do it. It just feels harmonious. I hear you. Okay, so coming back to this whole, the reason that Insight Timer exists is for meditation. In your opinion, why should we all be meditating? What are the benefits? Oh, it's such a hard question. I'm not like most other CEOs of meditation apps who sort of stand on a soapbox. I like the I, way you said you even struggle sometimes yourself with the daily practice. I do, I do. I struggle a great deal. I know the benefits of meditation. Like in my heart, when I meditate regularly, I know the benefits. I can't articulate them. You know, the best sentence I've come up with so far is that all of the corners kind of feel rounder. You know, mm. everything feels a little bit gentler. There's less sort of angst and less aggression and just a, a more general flow, I guess. I mean, maybe you could call that happiness. I don't know how to describe happiness either. But I, I struggle a great deal with a daily practice. So I think the first thing is, why should you meditate? It's a bit like, why should you exercise? Why should you eat healthily? To me, it's just a no-brainer. It actually will improve your mental state. And what we now know scientifically is a happy state leads to a happy body and longevity of life. A lot of people talk about happy cells now, which is a great expression. And the second one is perhaps a bit more globally speaking. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Maharishi effect. No, I'm uh, not. So... 
this is sort of an idea that came about in the 60s from Maharishi, who was a meditation teacher, who sort of, you know, a lot of people dispute this, uh, but he sort of came up with this statement that if you could get 1% of the population to meditate, that our collective conscious would actually lift the collective energy and positive forces of the planet, right? And this was just, I mean, Maharishi is a very famous figure in the meditation space, right? And a lot of people said, oh, you're, you're crazy. And what they did, I think, back in the 70s and since then they've done a number of different studies is they've actually, you know, scientists and educational institutions have done controlled studies where they, I think back in the 90s, they did one test in an airplane hangar in Washington, I think it was, um, and they got 400 meditators to sit there and meditate. And that number grew from, I think, 700 meditators, and that grew to 4,000 people over a period of a few days. And they went to the chief of police before they did this, and they said, okay, we're going to meditate for this period of time. We're going to reduce crime rates as a result of meditating by 15%. And he sort of dismissed them and said, the only thing that will reduce crime rates in Washington by more than 15% is 50 feet of snow. Right? <laughs> And, of course, they did meditate and crime rates reduced by 23%. Oh, over the my gosh. Now, what's happened is, so this, this study now has been tried and tested in hundreds of, hundreds of different samples and cities around the world. And every time crime rates go down, seismic activity decreases, financial markets improve, and so now there are scientists who actually look at this and say, well, there is a possibility to actually scientifically explain this. I certainly don't know what the answers to that question are. But I just think there's so much we don't know yet about meditation. But I do genuinely believe that positive energy has a positive impact and that collectively meditating and it's hard to say this without sounding new agey and a bit mystical. Oh, I, I was going to say, I'm right on your page. I buy in, I buy in hook, line and sinker. So, but what I do like about the way you speak, though, is you can tell that you're not, you are very grounded. You are very rational and you're a very scientific person. So, well, but, I'm a Virgo, right? So, <laughs> stats, data, I, data, I, data. Yep. And I'm a natural skeptic. You know, when my brother Nico told me to meditate, I told him he was on drugs. I said, this, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is a hoax. And for a long time, I believed that actually, and now I couldn't, I, I couldn't disagree with my initial view more. But I'm not a monk in robes, you know. Yeah. I'm not sort of, I'm nothing like that. I'm a guy that's been building startup companies for twenty years, and I have a very analytical, skeptical view of things. Who just happens to believe that meditation is good for me, and collective meditation is great for the planet, and I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where we can take that belief and provide it to as many people as we possibly can for free. We're not trying to, we do want to build a big, successful, sustainable company. Of course we do. That's part of the fun. But we're not like most of the other apps out there, fortunate enough where we can try and do something differently. That was part one. I hope you learned a little something about this amazing app and feel like you're in the know. If you haven't downloaded it yet, go and get yourself started. The second part of our discussion, I'm getting to know Christopher a little bit better. I'm digging into what his meditation practice looks like 
his struggles, some of the lessons he's learned in life, and a whole bunch more. It's goodness. So jump over there now. And if you're enjoying Here to Thrive, I would love if you could tell one of your friends about your discovery here. It would mean the world to me. There's also a review tab if you're feeling extra loving. I'll be back in a moment. 